0: guys the throne episode 63 jc here and uh i'm actually joined by a new guest again rico yo man i appreciate you coming out man thank you no i appreciate you for having me
1: man this is dope man i really i was really looking forward to this interview man
0: hey no no pressure man uh like i uh like i said i appreciate you coming out i know it's a bit of a drive and whatnot yeah. but yeah you know um i like to keep it lax man i actually met you at the raw artists uh little showcase that they had uh yeah. in april How'd you actually get attached to that? How'd you find out about them?
1: Man, uh, I had posted up this this little Michael Jackson piece I did on Instagram, and someone that works for raw artists they had hit me up from all the way from California. They're like, "Hey, we love your art. Like, can you come out and to this showing out in Miami? We'd really like to have you out there." It took me like three days to reply back though, because I was just so <laughs> nervous about it. It was my first um, art show, so I didn't really? know how. Yeah, I, wow. It's just for me I'm just kind of introverted In a little way So yeah. for me to go out And like meet people And be social and all that Like I have a little Social meter So sometimes I run out Pretty fast So like it was I was real hesitant To, to take it But it was a dope opportunity You know
0: yeah, no, that that for sure. I, I was a little bit hesitant, too, just, you know, with the fact that there's a lot of rules that go into it. Right. There's going to be a lot of uh, people that are, aren't necessarily there for our style of music. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, yeah, the networking opportunity was incredible. Bro,
1: it was crazy, man. Yeah. There were yeah. so many people out there, but, you know, it turned out so good, man. Yeah, I, I was think everybody very surprised. It. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody out there that came out there, I'm sure they had fun, man. It was It was dope. It was art for everybody in different ways, man. It was dope.
0: Yeah, that's the the thing, too. I mean, they had fashion. They had, like, literal paintings, drawings, like, photography, and then music. Like, it was a big mashup of people, man. And it was honestly one of those things, like, a lot of people don't like doing mixed genre shows, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the reason, like... they, they don't feel like the people are going to be their fan base. Like, they're they, right. almost like they're doing it for no reason. Right. But to me, mixed genre show, I, I, I like so many different things. So the opportunity to meet other people is is always something that I like to take advantage of, you know? Yeah, I feel you on that. So after doing this, did you kind of come out of your shell a little bit? You oh, want to yeah, do yeah. more events want Bro,
1: now? I want to do as many shows as I can this year, man. Like, my goal for 2019 was to do one art show. But okay. now I'm trying to, I, I uh, sent out requests to do a second one with Raw all the way in Atlanta. Yeah, I got a lot of homies out there, so they want me to come out there and they want to see me do my little thing. So I sent one out. I'm trying to do the one in Atlanta, but outside of that, Bro, if I could do 20 of them this year Bro I want to man Like that's it was awesome. so much fun
0: That's how I felt About my first gig too yeah. I was real hesitant Real nervous about it You know But after you You get that first one out of the way It's like when's the next yeah. one You know <laughs> yeah, Exactly 100% yeah. man uh, uh, Atlanta That's that. funny enough That's the one that I, I thought uh, we should try and go for it because mm-hmm. obviously off rip the first ones we think oh New York or L A like, yeah, which one yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. between <laughs> those two. maybe Chicago but like really between New York and L A yeah and um I, by the way shout out to Raw I mean the fact that they give you an opportunity to Raw. do something out yeah, of state yeah sure shout out to them man yeah for man sure. they they're doing a great thing I mean even you know some before we did the event I even heard like some uh, some reports like or I read some things in forums and whatnot of people feeling like they got jipped and whatnot and you know what dude i feel like the 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 system that they have in place i'm not gonna go out and put everything out there uh but i feel like the system that they have in in place is fair Mm -hmm. we didn't even make the 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 minimum till maybe like a night or two before you know and then by, by 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 showtime we had uh we had way more than than what was needed, yeah. surprisingly, you know what I mean, and so we ended up plussing off of that, plus we got to sell our merchandise, I got to book three podcast episodes, yeah. you know what I mean, like there was so so many uh other pros about it, so right. I didn't feel like it was that at all, yeah, yeah I'm actually sure. excited to do more work with them, like yeah you know for sure, for sure, man, but the one that came to mind other than New York and l a was atlanta yeah. uh I actually there's a few heavy bands that came out of there, mastodon is from uh Georgia. And uh, I feel like people in Atlanta are real receptive to music in general. You know mm, what I mean? It's yeah. a music town like uh, New Orleans, like yep, Miami. Yep, yep. So I thought Atlanta would be a good uh, spot. I don't know anybody up there, though. How mm. many uh, did you used to live there? How do you know? No, nah, um,
1: I went to school at Florida State. So, FSU, uh, right? yeah, being up in Tallahassee, you meet a lot of people that are from Georgia and Atlanta okay. and everything. So just off that, I have a whole bunch of homies out there that live out there. And they really wanted to see me do my arts those art show stuff so i'm trying to come out there and see them and let them see a little bit of piece of me outside of just social media and everything like that
0: that's crazy so yeah. well when did you start uh or when did you realize that you wanted to pursue art
1: bro it's crazy um i got you in, went
0: to college what did you go to college for
1: well i went to school off of a track scholarship
0: oh shit yeah so you were an athlete
1: <laughs> i was athlete all my life man so wow like just the fact like looking back on it like thinking like how i got into art it's just crazy because I would have never thought I'd be into it in a million years. I really? was just I was a sports first per for a uh, sports first person, man. Like Yeah, I uh, I want care about the outside of that. I,
0: I saw a picture of you in RG three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, how'd that happen? Um he was dating
1: one of my teammates. That's and so yeah. He would come out to some of the track meets and stuff like that and and it was pretty dope. i, I went out with him a couple of times to a couple of clubs, man, and it was dope. You know,
0: RG3. What? that's Yo, crazy. Crazy,
1: bro. Like, just people just like part like the Red Sea when he just walked by, me. <laughs> <Wow, laughs> Especially man. in a college town, they see yeah. a professional athlete like that. Like, it was just crazy. Like, we went to the club with him, We got the red carpet treatment. Took oh, the elevator. Went, got like got a l- nice little booth, like off rip, free drinks and everything. It was That's pretty dope. so dope, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: I bet you were living it the fuck Oh man. Shit, how did you? So you graduated and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All through, through track? Uh, through track, bro. So, yeah. so what happened? What, what? When did you decide to make the shift? Did you get injured? No, nah,
1: I didn't get injured. It was just you know, I think kind of like college was just my peak, really. You know, okay. um, I I wasn't good enough to go past college, but I kind of knew that probably like sophomore, junior year of college. So I, I knew that. So I was kind of preparing to to live that normal life outside of sports. And I was ready for it, too, because at that point, you know, my body's breaking, breaking down like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, just mentally and physically, you know, fatigued from it. So I was just ready to to be done with sports in a way I still love it. But it was just I just knew my time was coming to an end and. And that was pretty much it with it. That's crazy.
0: I mean, well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, not every college uh, athlete ends up going to the pros. But uh, I don't really know the track, uh, like, pro, like, scene. So what would have been the next step? The Olympics? Uh, That, I mean, but the pro scene, it works is
1: um, you have to. It's easier when you get an endorsement deal from something, from, like, Nike, Adidas, or whoever. Because then you're getting an income every single month from a company so that's really what it is instead of signing to a team you're signing to a company instead you got and like a shoe co- deal or something mm-hmm, yeah and okay. then through those companies or your coaches they get you into big time little uh track um events and everything like that so
0: so that's if what you would place it, and shit you get yeah, more money more people see. yeah you.
1: it's it's a real independent sport it's an individual sport so it's kind of, it kind of works the same way as golf you kind of have to have a good name or a good team around you to get you into certain events and tournaments like and whatnot. Yep, yep. That's cool, though. Yeah. Wow.
0: Cool. So you ran track th- throughout uh, school, like middle school, high school, all that? Yeah,
1: I started in seventh grade, and then I ran all throughout high school, and middle school, and everything That's like crazy. that. I played football and basketball, too, but track was just that sport that was the most consistent for me. I think I had the most success in that one. At everything else So track really? just worked out Better for me What'd
0: you play uh, in, in football Was I played receiver. Running back? I oh, played receiver yeah. Okay <laughs> So you were catching passes On man, the A.B. type yeah, shit
1: Yeah Yeah bro I, ha- I had uh, a couple little offers From like Lehigh And um, what's the other one Fordham University Up north in New York But Bro, I'm a Florida boy, man. I can't I can't you leave don't Florida, leave? bro. <laughs> were you, were you yeah. born
0: and raised in, in, in West Palm? Or?
1: I was born in Chicago, and then we moved to West Palm Beach when I was four years old. So I just always say I'm a West Palm, South Florida boy because that's crazy, that's what I was man. raised up on.
0: You grew up doing uh, like South Florida shit, like mudding and, and all that I didn't shit? do no mudding, bro. That's but like I, white people shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <my> th- <laughs> but like to me, out it's out like there. if you grew up in West Palm, <laughs> that's
1: fucking... That's like, right. A lot of people was doing that around me, though. For sure, yeah. I went to a private school, so a lot of people Damn. out there was So was you kind
0: of, I mean, it seems like uh, you grew up, like, I mean, private school. Uh, I don't know if it was a full ride, but, like, a scholarship yeah. track. So, like, were were you into school a lot? No. Nah, no? School
1: was never my thing. I just kind of just stuck with it just because of cause sports. I knew that you can't compete at the next level without school, so it was just something that
0: came with it. Is not that just, kind of a jip? man? Don't feel, even get feel, me started on this? Don't get me started on this. Because like as a track runner, you wore FSU uniform. I'm sure they had Nike or Adidas on it. Yeah. you ain't get none of that check. No check. No, no bro. bag.
1: They're using your likeness to sell tickets or whatever it is. That's nah, crazy. Yeah, bro. It's
0: bro. It, it's that's such a fucking scam. It is a scam. They man. should it, pay those players. Sh- They're risking their career every game. Every game, and man. And you're not paying them shit, and they're making millions of dollars every season regardless of he of whether bro, that dude plays or not.
1: Exactly, bro. And you got people coming from different backgrounds and stuff like that. Maybe they don't have a lot of money from where they're from, and they're going to school just based off of the sport because they're trying to go pro. Yeah. And it's like some of these people, they don't have money to pay the bills back home for their parents and stuff like that. And you can't even get a job as a as a collegiate athlete, bro. If you if you're on scholarship, so it's like, bro, like, they don't let you. They don't let you. It's against NCAA rules,
0: bro. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like even that, like even if you wanted to work a little bit and make a little bit of money for your family or for yourself, you still can't so do that.
0: What would have happened if Zion like tore his ACL when he blew his shoe out? Like, well, th- that's it. Like he ain't get a shoe deal. Like they're giving him shoes for free, right? right. Or is it that they're giving it to Duke? For free.
1: They're giving it to Duke for that's, free. That's he not cool. He's not getting any money from that. That's bro. crazy. You got you to leave the college system in order to make money. And even if you make money before you go to college, it's hard to get in as an athlete because they don't even like that either. They so don't like, like
0: you having a job? Like you, can have
1: a, you can have a job, but like if you're, if you're an athlete and you're high profile and there's some events where you might get
0: paid for it, you can't take the money. Like a street ball event Like Kevin Durant Used to do shit like that In the summer and whatnot.
1: I don't even know Like I don't know too much About the outside sports But at least in track There's mm-hmm. certain There's certain um, Kind of uh, events Or track meets Where you can win prize money You can, If you're in college If you're in high school You can't don't accept don't that They let you do it You can't take it man yeah. now,
0: Even high school High school like You're in a public school They will not let you do it Nope 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 What man. kind of contract Do you sign for them Like what <laughs> Hey, shit, bro. You ain't signing no contract. wild, dude. I, I would just do it. Yo, give me the cash. Bro. Give me what? the cash. right to check out to my mom. Yeah, it's
1: so under the table shit,
0: bro. Yeah, like, something. That's, I, that I seems would've... so unfair. So, man, so all all the, the time that you spend running track for FSU, you ain't really get to see the fr- – I mean, other than clubbing with RG3, you ain't really – you ain't get the bag, nothing, like a shoe. ain't nah. get no free kicks. Like.
1: Well, we got free
0: shoes from Florida but, State. But, but free track shoes, like not no – not no sneakers.
1: Uh, yeah, we got we got sneakers. We okay. got track shoes. We got right. we got everything: sweatpants, socks, everything glasses. At all least that. they give you an outfit. They, 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 they give us everything, but we we can't sell <laughs> it. We don't get paid for it. We ain't man. Money involved. It's and not it says to FSU us. everywhere. Yeah, man, uh, <laughs> you're repping. Yeah, we with some
0: free shit, but it has our name on it everywhere. Dude, that's crazy. So it's when did uh wh- wh- when did you pick up art?
1: Um, I picked up art in June of 2017. Almost two years ago. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. Pause. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. It's
0: twenty nineteen is May twenty so this is two years ago? It's almost two years and ago. And you're already yeah. drawing that shit? Yeah. How, okay, so let me ask you this too. Uh you draw like on a digital type mm-hmm. thing? I draw my iPad. See, how how does um how does one do that? Because to me it's so intricate the drawings you do. How yeah. how the fuck do you get to find points on a touchscreen? Well, on the touch like uh a lot of the there's like little tools
1: that can help you out to make a perfect circle, to make a perfect square and stuff like that. But when I first started, I would just draw on a notebook piece of paper, on a notebook paper, mm-hmm. and just sketch out what I wanted on there. And then I'll just transfer it over to my iPad and then just trace over what I had drawn on the-, on the notebook. So that was how I originally started. But after a while, I just got better and better at it. So now I can kind of just freehand on the iPad. It just kind of just came together. I really don't know how to explain it. Like sometimes I look at my artwork, and I'm like, bruh, how the hell did I just do this, man? Like, yeah. like, what in the world did I just do here, man? So, like, it still catches me off guard with how I do certain things, but really, it's just kind of just natural. It's just, everything's just freehand from the iPad. You know, you do have tools that can help you out to make you, help you make, like, the perfect shape or have you want it, whatever way you want it, the art to go, you have tools like that that can help you with that. So, it, you get a lot of assistance from the from the software, but a lot of it is natural. It's just... I don't know how to explain it. it just, well, the it thing just is,
0: I, I the the one of the things that people always uh, really, uh, well, not everyone has the ability to draw is like uh, very human features and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like very, like hands, uh, facial details, mm-hmm. eyes, ears, nose, stuff like that. And like you're like drawing portraits of people. Like yeah. How, how did you get to that level in two years? Like when you first decided, all right, let me sketch some shit. Like what the fuck did you sketch? Mona Lisa? Like <laughs> what the fuck? Nah, <laughs> That's uh, when, wild. I fir-
1: when I first started drawing, I was just drawing on notebook paper, and I was drawing just cartoons. Like the very first day, I draw, I drew, I drew a SpongeBob, Bart Simpson, and a couple other little
0: cartoon characters. But you had, like, pictures for reference, or you just drew them off top?
1: No, uh, I was just using Google and YouTube to help me draw everything. It gives you, like, a step-by-step thing. So oh, okay. So, yeah, that's how I was learning. So every single day, I would just wake up at, like, 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't even go to sleep till like, 3 or 4 o'clock. And I was just drawing, just perfecting a craft that was just a hobby to me at that point. And, and I did not think that I had any future in it. I didn't think I was going to be doing art shows or anything like that. It was just something I did strictly out of boredom. That's it Really Just woke up one day And was like Shit let me learn how to draw (laughs) That's dope (laughs) though And then that was
0: it Because I mean I like now, it's still something that you just do out of pure enjoyment. Whereas, yeah. like someone who maybe have been doing art for f- the, the same amount of time that you've been doing track, mm-hmm. the same way you got jaded with it, and you know your body started breaking down, like you could have felt the same way about art. Yeah. But now you're you're where you're at, and like it's still something fresh. It's still something yeah. new. Yeah. Uh, and it was um. I mean, when did you get like? When did you decide to start drawing? What what you draw now? It seems like you draw a lot of um mainstream like artists. Yeah. um Whether it's like you know. Uh, Charles Gambino or Mac Miller, mm. football players too. You draw athletes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why'd you decide to go that route? Um, really, just because I just get inspired. I
1: listen to a lot of music. I love sports. You know, things, entertainment, and social issues going on. I kind of enjoy those things, and so to kind of pick a specific person to represent those things that I'm interested in, that's kind of was my goal for the whole thing. But also, when I first started drawing. My brother would always send me little screenshots and things on Instagram of different artists and digital artists that are doing their thing on Instagram. He was like, bro, you know, look at this thing. Like, look what they're doing, bro. Look how many likes to get in. Look, they're probably bringing in business. Like, you can do the same thing even though you're starting out. Like, if you practice, you can get to this level, bro. Like, try to do something like this. And I was like, I mean, I do, I do enjoy music. I do enjoy all these things. Let me just go in this direction. I, I kind of like it. I understand it. It works for me because, like, there's different types of art, like abstract yeah. art and things like that, and those things, it's dope. But it's not for me. But like the whole portrait thing, I really fuck with that. Like that, that really, I really, I'm, I'm attached to things like that because each of these people that I'm drawing, they all, <clears throat> they, sorry about that, no, okay. they all, they all inspire me. So, you know, that's really where it came from. You know, just being inspired by different musicians and Hell people yeah. and and you know, you know, politics and music and athletics and things like that
0: yeah no that's, that's so dope um like uh, a lot of the the the, mu- the music that i listen to is stuff that inspires me or, or makes me feel certain for certain things and I, i've never been able to express myself in that way uh in drawing and whatnot and i've always been like i, I used to trace stuff and stuff but mm-hmm. that doesn't count you know what i mean so like <laughs> no, it doesn't count, it doesn't <laughs> so uh, you know I've always like tried to draw and stuff, but I, it's just never something I've ever been able to do. So I've always been fascinated by yeah. it, and so the fact that you've gotten to the level that you're at, I wish like this wasn't audio only so that people could see your art. But obviously, where where, where can they follow you real quick? They could
1: follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter at who is Ricky Roy.
0: You want me to spell it out? Yeah, yeah. Do all. Okay. Oh, you're, you're gonna spell it out at the end too, but just so people could look it up right now.
1: All right. So who is Ricky Roy? W H O I S R I C K Y R O Y? But yeah, Follow definitely,
0: uh, definitely check them out so you can know what I'm talking about. But yeah, the pieces that I saw over there. I mean, I saw. Um, I mean, you know, Mac Miller, rest <laughs> in yeah, peace. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, who uh, I saw Odell Beckham Jr. The the childish Gambino piece that mm. I wanted from the This Is America mm. video, which is like to me, it was the best video that came out last year. <laughs> It was, it, it's definitely
1: close. It's definitely close. I'll, I'll definitely say that. That was definitely one that definitely made a huge impact yeah. when it comes to not only just musically, culturally, but you know politically as well, bro. Like, it, If you watch it and you hear the lyrics and you watch the
0: visual to go along with it, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's the thing. It's the whole package of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can listen to the song and it's a good song, but with the video, yeah. there's this whole other... Dimension to it.
1: Everything comes together with that video.
0: Yeah, I remember the first time I watched it. I was sitting at work. It was like towards the end of the day, and I was like, "Oh, Charlie's gonna be draw the video." Everyone's talking about it. Fuck it. let's watch it. Yeah. And so I'm like, "Oh, this is nice." You know the intro. <laughs> yeah, and right. And right. he blasted the dude in the head. And I'm like, "Oh <laughs> shit, yo, bro. what the fuck?" <laughs> and then when when I saw the church choir, after I was like, S- "Something's not right here." You right. Know what I mean, yeah, like I, mean, I felt it, bro.
1: Donald Glover, he's a crazy artist, bro. He's just yeah. man, he just. I've been thinks following outside him the
0: box. since the Derek comedy days, bro. Mm-hmm. Did you follow him when he did like the YouTube nah, shit? I didn't. I got into. I forgot what that TV show was that he did. Parks oh. and Rec. Nah, it was man. Thirty Rock.
1: It wasn't Thirty Rock. He did a TV show. It was, it was like a dry humor comedy. Yeah,
0: it was with Tina Fey, right? I think. I think so. Yeah, man. Uh, that. I forgot. I forgot too. I forgot. I, it's one of those fucking shows like like a parks and record, 30 yeah, Rock, but kind of like that. Was it 30 Rock? I don't think it was. 30 I, don't Rock. Th- I
1: don't think it was called 30 Rock. I don't think it was called 30. Rock. We watched it in my English class at Florida Where? State like every couple times. So. Everyone
0: who's listening to this window <laughs> is gonna be super bummed. Sorry, we disappointed y'all, yeah, man. yeah. No, but the thing is, I mean. He's a stand-up comic, or he was. I don't know if he does anymore, right. but he was a stand-up comic. He did the the, the comedy sketch stuff. Mm-hmm. He did show writing, acting. And started making music. Uh, you know, the first song I heard from him was "Freaks and Geeks." Oh man, I remember that. What? <laughs> that's like when everyone was trying to sound like uh, Lil Wayne, like a <laughs> Millie. <laughs> he had
1: all them bars and punchlines. Yeah, and
0: man, he was crazy. It, to, to me, it was like everyone I showed that song to was like they either thought it was like. Corny as shit, or they fuck with it heavy. Like yeah. I feel the same kind of way about Lil Dicky now. <laughs> like he has like one or two songs that is like, all right, bars, and then the yeah. other shit is like, nah,
1: I can't fuck with. That. Yeah, I feel you, bro. He, he, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, sure. I don't
0: know. Like I, I, I'll say, I, I'll say he's a talented. Rapper mm-hmm. But like Some of his shit is cheese as Yeah fun. for sure man. So who are you fucking with right now As far Me, as like music goes right now
1: Man right now I listen to everything But right now Like when I'm drawing Trying to get my zone Or working mm-hmm. out or whatever Yeah I'm listening to a lot of little Baby Gunna um, Roddy Rich Roddy Rich is definitely like definitely on my playlist
0: do you just uh, like him because he has the same two letters as you Roddy <laughs> <laughs> part of it <laughs> the rr gang man yeah. oh shit double up Rolls royce uh, ricky yeah. royce. Rolls royce music <laughs> oh shit that's cool dog i don't listen to any of those yeah but nah. that's is that what you're trying to get into just when you're in your zone or like when you because like when i'm trying to work out, i'm trying to get hype so like yeah see me i can listen to hype music i can listen i can listen to john legend i
1: can listen to boys to men if I wanted to work out to any of that stuff um or b-side yeah just like for them I guess like they make a lot of like hype get money music like motivational stuff like got it from the mud type of shit so like I really mess with that when I'm drawing I see what you're saying Mm, yeah so I really mess with that but you know they're they're probably like one of my favorite new school artists but you know, I, I'm definitely a 90s baby, so I definitely
0: mess with like my Biggie and DMX yeah, and yeah, that yeah. stuff too. Man, he was, you know, it's crazy. DMX did a show at Revolution two weeks before our showcase, did bro. He? he was there the 10th. What? So he was there April oh, 10th, shit, and then we there. were there the 25th. Damn. I would have uh, been there for that. Duh, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about it. going, bro, but. I don't know, I just, it was like some last minute shit that I found out. Yeah. So I just didn't get the chance to go, but to to be on the same stage as that is For crazy. For sure, man, yeah. And then, uh, you actually, if you go in the backstage, man, they have like posters of all the shows that they did there, and it's like, I saw like two of them that I literally went to, like, oh, I was yeah. here at this show, I was <laughs> here at this show. So growing up, I mean, because growing up in at least South Florida, like Fort Lauderdale, Broward County area, like, mm-hmm. Revolution's like, revolution of culture room. Like, that's where a lot of uh, headlining acts go. Really? Yeah, I mean, unless they're going to like, you know, Hard Rock or uh the stadium Hard Rock Stadium now mm-hmm. uh yeah it was pretty much culture room or, or revolution I mean if you go down to Miami they got Fillmore they got mm-hmm. American Airlines and shit right. And then I think in, in West Palm, they got the, the amphitheater. What's it yeah, called? Yeah, they got the amphitheater. The like Crucian, Crucian Amphitheater? Yep, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like, imagine playing that or doing an art show there, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> did you uh, <laughs> Did you grow up going to shows and anything? Like, you no. ever see anybody in concert? Oh,
1: go, uh, yeah, bro. Um, my first concert I went to was um, a TI concert at Florida State. TI? Yeah, it, it was free. That's the reason why yeah, it, was man, that's, it was free. It was free. Every time that but,
0: I he- hear about, like, my friends that went to college— or whatever, like they always, oh yeah, fucking Wiz Khalifa came into the show, or whatever. <laughs> I was like, man, I want to go to college, man. College sounds lit as fuck. Well, hey,
1: I've been to, yeah, I, I didn't start going like I said in college, but yeah, I was able to see Ti and Yo, hey. What about to say, King Album is definitely one of the best albums ever by T.I., by the way. Really? Yeah, bro. Ever? I, bro, ever, You man. mean like in hip-hop? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying personally for myself. Okay, I won't okay, say okay, in hip-hop, okay. but personally for myself, That's King, one of your top Yeah, that's rappers. definitely one. I, it's that album. The real album is sitting
0: on my desk right now. Word? Um, yeah. Is that one of those albums you, you put on when you're trying to, oh, you're yeah, trying to draw yeah, and whatnot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. T.I. When did sp- that
1: shit come out? Oh, that came out in 06. It came out like when the ATL movie came out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Because What You Know was like one of the big singles
0: from that album and for that movie. It was in that movie? Mm, Man, there was a movie from around that time I really liked called uh, Four Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah. I ever watching that show With Tyrese and yeah. Mark
1: Wahlberg Yeah that's uh, Andre 3000 was in that. too Andre right? 3000
0: yeah, was yeah, in yeah. there too man it's, Man, Andre 3000 Man yeah. That guy spits man He
1: need to drop more music though He
0: just <laughs> He low key does shit He just dropped um, Some bars on uh, The uh, the Anderson Packs new record
1: Oh did he I haven't
0: listened to that yeah. yet My friend's trying to Put me onto that But You, you don't listen I, to Anderson Packs uh, I listened to a couple
1: songs By him But mm-hmm. I haven't fully listened To a full project By him yet
0: Yeah yeah Well I, I, uh, I recommend Malibu for he sure he said the same thing dope I have it saved on my uh, Apple Music so yeah that and then the latest one he just did it, c- it kind of gets more into that cause uh, he, had, he dropped one called Oxford and he did a lot of collabs with like rappers and stuff so yeah. he had a very like he had a trap kind of hip hop more more yeah, is less soul and less right. like gospel elements and more hip hop. Okay. Which uh, man, speaking of gospel and shit, that's is that like a Chance the Rapper? It's like a, I saw a three on the back. Yeah, it's like a Chance the Rapper Yeezy Yee, dog like, hybrid. I didn't thing. even know they did a collab. That's that, yeah, that's dope that as shit. It was a gift, but yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so um, yeah, but Chance the Rapper, he the the first tape I heard from him was Ass Rap. Do you, do you listen to him? Yeah, yeah, for right. sure, for sure. Um, and then uh, I didn't really like it at first. I mm. just liked the, the album art of it, and then so I went back and listened to Ten Day. I love Ten Day, so I was Tende. Like, let me go back and listen to Acid Rap. Mm. And I listen to Rap and I like, pfft, that was like my senior year, bro. Junior, yeah. senior year, I was listening to Chance the Rapper and Challenge Gambino because of the internet. Yeah. Man, those those two albums were rocking mm-hmm. back and forth yep. uh, between those two. And then he kind of went to like a more gospel sound.
1: Yeah, yeah. with a coloring book, yeah. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> I, I, even before that, he dropped a, a project called Surf. Oh, yeah, I that. that. Not, it was low-key as fuck because it wasn't mm-hmm. good, uh, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think it was that for me, for me personally. I, yeah. I liked him more for his hip-hop. Sound and like once he started going into the gospel range, he kind of lost me. Yeah, whereas, like, Anderson packs opposite, it's like when he's doing his soul stuff, I kind of dig that. Not that I don't dig his rapping, I yeah. think he's a great MC. But I like that element more because he's a drummer too. So mm. I could tell when he actually drummed on a track. You right. know what I mean? Versus like drum beats right, or, right. and whatnot. You ever try your hand to making music since you listen to so much? Um uh my I used to play the piano, saxophone, guitar, going up. Yeah,
1: yeah. My mom used uh she got me and my brother into piano lessons because my grandpa, he was a musician. Yeah. And so he used to teach us every single day. And so I I was doing piano for like eight years. Damn. Started when I was like five or six You still play? Nah man I can't play any of the instruments I used to play Why? Yeah. What happened man? I just you, Were you never into it? It was kind of those, it of those was just, things? Yeah it was just one of them things Well uh, the piano I was never really into It was just one of those things Where my mom really wanted me to do it So we did it And then uh, saxophone and guitar I actually chose to do that Saxophone just cause I wanted to get out the house Cause I wasn't playing sports Until seventh grade mm-hmm. And at my school They let you start playing instruments In fifth grade So I was like You know what? We played a saxophone Be in the band get, get out of the house A little bit And do whatever And then The guitar I got it through that Through rock Cause I used to listen to like A lot of A lot of Fallout Boy Paramore oh What bro, All them yeah. My Chemical Romance All them And so That's how I got on the guitar And I played that for three years That's cool Yeah So yeah. You,
0: you wore eyeliner And all that No No You <laughs> <No. laughs> You <laughs> Oh,
1: man, this dude always got me, though.
0: (laughs) Sus. No, I'm kidding. No, but that's funny. I would have never expected, like, Paramore and My Chemical Romance,
1: though. That's crazy. But Fall Out Boy is definitely my favorite punk rock band, but... All those
0: guys, they go hard. That's a sure. th- that was. Uh, Fall Out Boy was th- one of the first CDs that I bought. Um, from Under the Cork Tree. Oh yeah, I still man. fuck with that album, though. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I don't like pop punk, but I fuck with that album. <laughs>
1: <man>. <laughs> Foley I do was definitely my favorite one
0: by Fall Out Boy. Word. Yeah, but Under the Cork Tree for sure, man. Dog, man. I, I some about that album. But actually, the first CD I ever bought, funnily enough, yeah. was it. Do you remember the first CD or cassette on a whole you ever bought? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say mine first, That's so you sure. gotta kind of get an idea. Uh, the Eight Mile soundtrack. well <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when you got that? <laughs> like eight? Eight. <laughs> eight, I think. I don't know. I don't think my mom knew what it was, bro. But that shit had some banger. Lose yeah, yourself bro. on it. Uh, run, rabbit, run, some shit like that. Man, had some dope ass songs on there. But I was super into Eminem when I was yeah. little dude. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? White.
1: Yeah, you 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 relate to him, and it's <laughs> like he's representing in our, in in a different culture that wasn't.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm Dominican 100. percent Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm actually <laughs> uh, no, 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 I know, I know, I know, I look white, but still, like that's like a whole. I don't know, man. It's like a whole weird thing where it's like. I don't know if you want to get into this, like going deep, but like I am 100% Dominican. Both my parents immigrated here from okay. the Dominican Republic. They were both born and raised. I speak Spanish. Oh, I used right, to okay, go. Fine. I I went to a year in school in DR when I was four years old. You know, uh, and, but I've had people tell me that I still have white privilege. So I, just because I look white as fuck, so it's like I don't know. Some people is like it's one of those things where it's like. I say I'm white, but I'm not. You feel yeah. me? I don't know. It's weird. I feel you. I'm that. super I mean, proud of my Dominican heritage. Yeah, yeah, Trust yeah, for me. Sure, like, for sure. I ate rice and beans and tostones today, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Authentic play. man, yeah. <laughs> straight from <laughs>
1: straight from the kitchen, yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't play, but like
0: I do, kind of find it a little weird though that like I'm not I'm not ethnically white. I'm just uh, racially white. Yeah, yeah. But like people, I've still gotten shit for having certain point of views or just mm. because I've been set to benefit from white privilege. I don't know. I don't know how that w- I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things, man. how do you feel about that? Is that uh you say you like politics and shit? Yeah. I, I try to keep up with it as much as I can. So you're 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 informed.
1: Uh, I, you would uh, like to think that you're informed I like to think I'm informed You Same right here, now, <laughs> 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 But I could hold my own pretty much though But uh, I guess for the most part Like in your case I think that people just like Kind of like I guess I did it too Just a couple minutes ago But we're like kind of just Judging a book by its cover right. Like we can't physically see That you're Dominican oh, 100%. But you are and we're, we're just thinking you're white, so we're just thinking that you're just going off a whole <laughs> white privilege and everything going on, which which isn't the case. But
0: I don't know. I, is it? Because this is the thing. I've always been um, – not always, but I don't know. Like, since this idea has come to the conscious of, like, mo- most people, like, now – like, I feel like 10 years ago, I-, I never heard the term white privilege. You know what I mean? It's a new thing. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Now yeah. that it's in the public conscious, since it's been – I've always kind of – um. Denounced it Like I didn't really think It existed But mm. Certain um, I don't know Like certain Certain podcasts And certain people I've listened to certain, I don't know It's kind of made me like Kind of be on the fence About it I guess mm-hmm. And so I would like to like Kind of get A different point of view On it Yeah As far as like I mean do you think That that exists
1: um, I think in in Certain aspects of life Yeah like when it comes To getting a job Maybe You know like I remember like, one thing that us black people, African-Americans, we're always, uh, we're always told about is our names. Like, just your name. If they could tell you're not white just by your name. Like, my real name is Ricardo. Mm-hmm. And so, just off your name alone, that could that could keep you from getting a job, you know. Whereas, where, like, if Timmy wanted to go <laughs> get a job, it might be easier for him to get it than a dude named Raekwon, Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, I think in some aspects of life or in society, uh, white privilege is a thing. But I also think it's it's a term that's definitely overused a little bit. It's, I see uh, what you're saying. Yeah, it's definitely overused a little bit because not not everything. Bro, like at the end of the day, like we live in the best country in the world, man. Like I we agree. get we get a lot of opportunities that everybody else doesn't get in other in other countries, whether you're black, white, or whatever it is, like that. So I definitely think it's a term that's just kind of just watered down a little bit, overused. Uh, right. People who are just a little bit sensitive to certain things they kind of use it a lot too. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just in, in just certain parts of life. Yeah, it, it it could definitely be there, but a factor. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, I definitely I respect that point of view. And like like I said, there are certain aspects where I can see that being a thing. Mm. Um, I I don't know if it's necessarily that person's fault, right? Like right. I don't I feel like like uh, sometimes like let's say you 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 want to tell somebody hey like maybe you've you've gotten certain things because of the color of your skin or whatever yeah. you've been granted certain opportunities that others haven't like then then they want that person to just feel shame about it or like just like wh- wh- are they just supposed to have guilt for the rest right. of their life like, yeah, I don't bro. what do you want from that person from that point on like once you i don't know i feel like you, you there there are people who not not everyone who uses that term is like uh is is who I'm describing, but I feel yeah. like certain people like they'll never be pleased. Right, Like, they'll keep, even if, like, you hand them that, like, yeah, maybe white privilege is a thing. It's like, well, you, f- you should feel bad about it. It's like, okay, well, I do feel bad about it. Well, that's not enough. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, bro, I, I feel you, bro. Like, at the end of the
1: day, you can't, you don't get to choose what color you're going to be when you're born. It just happens. Right. <clears throat> at the end of the day, just, everything should be just all about equality, man. Like, just treat each person the way you want to be treated, bro. Like, right. Uh, right. That, that's how I am, bro. Like, I'm a cool-ass nigga. I like to think. And, you know, I try to treat everybody the same way I want to be treated. And I won't, I'm not, I would never disrespect anybody unless I feel disrespected by that person. So at the end of the day, it's just, bro, we're all here. We're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to get money, right. trying to be as successful as possible, live our life. Let's just do that. Why are we letting all these little things get in the way of all that? And we're all separating each other. When at the end of the day, we're all living in the same country. You put your pants on the same way I do, bro. Like, while we get into all this stuff, <laughs> where we're, we're trying to separate each other from everything.
0: Yeah, I th- that's the thing. Is like, I feel uh, everything nowadays, more so than ever, is like more like it's hot or cold. Mm. You, you have to be hot or cold on something, or like uh, you have to be to an extreme of something. Yeah. You can't just be like, eh, all right, mm. if they want to do that, sure. It's like, no, you must hate it or you must love it. Like, mm. And it's like the, the, like, there used to be issues that Democrats and, and Republicans or whoever considered themselves that could agree on. But now it seems like there's like no, there's no common. No. Yeah. The the other person is the enemy. They they want the downfall of the country. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I feel like you should start b- before you, you talk to uh, or discuss differing point of views. You should come from the understanding that most likely the other person wants the best outcome. Right. Uh just that they have a different way of getting there than you do. Mm -hmm. And their outcome or their idea of a great outcome might not be your idea of a great outcome. But you have to understand that they're not just coming from a place of like, let's fuck shit up. Yeah. Which is something that I had to kind of come to understand. Like uh, most of the time when I feel like someone has a differing opinion, I kind of take it as an attack Mm. or I I, I used to. uh, And I kind of try and and back away from that, kind of try and take a step back, listen to what they said. And that, like actually listen to what they said, not just wait to talk or wait for my counter argument. You right. know what I mean? Which is, I feel like everything is like a loaded question now. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, like people are trying to get people fired from jobs mm-hmm. because they're offended by certain things. Right, yeah, yeah. Like there's such a, like you said, people are mass sensitive nowadays. Mm-hmm. For sure. W- where right. the fuck is all that coming from? Though? Bro, I don't
1: even know, man. And and it's crazy because it... it I kind of feel like it's coming from our generation. Yeah. When we're raised off of like South Park and Family Guy and all that, I grew up on that, that type of stuff. stuff. And bro, they, and they they attacked everything going on in society from sports to entertainment <laughs> to everything, bro. And and I think that people just take themselves too serious, man. They can't they can't joke about anything. You're not even if you wanna make a joke about something, people are gonna be like, bro, like, why are you saying
0: this? Why are you yeah. saying like it's like damn bro like
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, even comedians are getting shit on now people are pulling
0: tweets up from Kevin Hart from 2009 or whatever saying oh he's a homophobe now and it's like yo he's first of all he's already apologized for that specific tweet that people are bringing up it's like how many times like I said they're never satisfied no matter if you apologize for it they don't give a fuck they just want you they, they want that control over people yeah and so it's, like, someone like Kevin Hart, who's doing good for the world. He's got the Hart Foundation, and he's he's picking up his people that he started comedy with. You know what I'm saying? Giving gigs to people, starting the LOL Network, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, Like, giving comedy specials to people. Like, he he's, like, one of the people who is, like, literally an example. Like, mm-hmm. you, he, he got there, and he's helping other people. Right, get up, right. Like. So, and it's, like, and they're trying to take him down over some bullshit. Yeah,
1: bro. And I'll say, like, too, like, you got to understand, like, everybody grew up different. Like, he yeah. might have felt that way. Growing up, because, like, I got a lot of friends that like that, too, especially, like, a lot of friends from the hood. Like, homophobia and all that stuff, it's it's not really it's prevalent. Yeah, it, it, it's it's out there, but, like, it's just not, like, completely accepted in that community. You're so, saying being gay. Yeah, being gay. Is not honest, homophobia not isn't homophobia. accepted. You're yeah. saying,
0: homo, like, being a homo. Like, well, being I'm, say, gay I'm saying
1: being gay is it's not, not accepted, accepted. in, like, the to, uh, black community? Yeah, or, like, yeah. The hood community? Yeah, or? in the hood community. Like, That's as true. far as, like, the people that I associate with, that I'm friends with, like, I could tell that when things like that come up, they get uncomfortable. They don't want to talk about it. it's just like, right. It's just not something that they fuck with. But like, like Kevin Hart's a perfect example where he might've said that he might've believed that, but like you gotta give time, you gotta give people time to grow, bro. Like, right. That's the thing. And, and, and now he's cool with it, bro. Like it's just how he grew up. He might've felt that way before. And then he grew, he be, you know, he came older, went through different life experiences, and now he sees in a whole different light. Yeah. You got to give people a chance to do that too. Yeah. That's another thing.
0: Well, and also, you got to think the man is a comedian <laughs> and he was making a joke. He's a li- <laughs> So, this is his job, man. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I don't think he was being serious. Yeah even, yeah. even back then, regardless of how he felt, if his son, I don't think if his son came, even back then, if his son came home and told him he was gay, he was smack him or whatever the fuck yeah. it is that he said. I think he was trying to be funny. He mm. was being uh, superfluous. You know, mm-hmm. he was being exaggeratory. Right. And uh, it's like you can't take someone out of literal sense when they're they're making a joke. Like, all jokes come from the same place. They were trying to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it succeeded in that does not take away from the fact that it was just an attempt to make people laugh. Right. It wasn't coming from a serious place. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have something like, uh, like something that's fucked up but that might be – um, made normal in in certain communities, like you had the the Michael Vick issue, mm. where you know he was fighting dogs, and it's right. like, okay, well he grew up fighting dogs. Well, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't fight dogs. <laughs> but I heard plenty of people. It's like he grew up in Atlanta and this and that, wherever he grew up, yeah. and so like people did that. It's like cool. <laughs> that doesn't make it better it right. Yeah exactly You shouldn't do that But like Kevin Hart Was literally making a joke He wasn't being mm-hmm. serious It'd be one thing If he's like Seriously If my son came home yeah. And he told me That you know, that I would do X, Y, or Z yeah. but, Or if like uh, If Chris Brown made a joke About domestic abuse Like mm. that. Eh don't do that yeah it's a little bit different his yeah. position man <laughs> yeah so I, I but the fact that people are tr- reaching so hard to mm-hmm. try and get someone fired or, or he just wanted to he, he was picked to host the, the oscars i think it was yes and someone he's like, like and to the point where it's like he didn't even like get kicked off or anything they wanted an apology so he's like Fuck and that. he didn't want to do that bro because yeah. he'd if, already if he, done it yeah
1: if you kept up with kevin hart you knew he's apologized for it before he doesn't have to keep on doing that like you did it once if we're fans, we gon we gonna fuck with you. If not, it's cool, man. Like Yeah. You just go on your life, bro. Just don't let people control you at the end of the day.
0: And like I had so much respect mm-hmm, for, for him sure, making man. that decision, bro, because mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is such a person to influence. And I feel like it's so many people nowadays, uh, that are in that spotlight are so afraid of the negative backlash that they're gonna receive mm-hmm. that in that situation they would have just caved right and done the apology. Right. right. Just be like, all right, fuck it. I, even though I apologize, I'll do it again, just so y'all will shut the fuck up and I get to host the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But he's like, nah, he took a stand. He's like, right. I already apologized for this. It's fucking ridiculous. The fact that they do it to anybody, but mm. someone cool like Kevin Hart is is beyond uh, like my comprehension. Yeah, I don't like um, if someone disagrees with you. Like th- that's one thing that I never understood. Like why try and get them fired from their job, or why and try and like. Uh, like wish ill upon mm. that person, like if you really believe that your idea is better, then diffuse my idea with your idea right with your words, right you know what I mean, and that 's why I love having this platform here um because like there there might be certain things that you and i don 't agree on, but i right. I have no doubt in my mind that we could sit here talk about it, and we'll both walk away with uh knowledge uh, on the subject you For feel sure me? on both sides and um I just that that 's my favorite part about doing shit like this. Uh, Is being able to get different points of view uh, on on certain topics because at the end of the day, I don't have every point of view (laughs) on certain shit. Uh, But I feel like this whole movement kind of started from the universities, like from colleges and that because you said it's our generation and our generations in college right now about to graduate, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or recently graduated. Right. So, did you have to deal with any of that? Wh- what years did you go to college? I went to college um, 2012 to 2017. Oh, you definitely did. Yeah. Because that, that that was like, I graduated high school 2014. Okay. And a couple of my friends that I was mad cool with went to university up in UCF or Gainesville mm-hmm. or FSU. And, and, and now I can't hold a conversation with them because yeah. I'm <laughs> offensive. I'm offended. There's plenty of people that d- don't want anything to do with me anymore because of political differences. Right.
1: 2016 was like... Man, that was a game changer. That just so
0: many people don't fuck with me anymore, if I, and vice versa. To be honest with yeah. you, because there's so many people that I found out are closed-minded, mm-hmm. very in a box type people, and yeah. I don't like associating with people yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh But yeah, like you said, 2016 was a game changer. Yeah, it really was.
1: That, it, it you kind of saw the separation between the whole nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw sides being picked, and and you close saw, friends, family yeah, members. Bro. Didn't matter, mm-hmm. bro. I, I had to go off of Facebook just because it was just getting way too crazy. I mean, I don't disagree. Yeah, it was it was it was a wild time, man.
0: That that was um, I was younger then, you know, two, two, three years. But um, yeah. at that point, I was so heavy into like getting into Facebook arguments with people, <laughs> but it was so unhealthy. Right. I didn't realize how yeah, unhealthy yeah, it was man. at the time. Like just spending, t- just stressed out over some fucking argument on Facebook yeah. that. With a stranger too, like you're coming on your friend's post, and then some random dude that is on his friends list decides to talk shit, yeah, and you're just going at it with some dude you never met, right, right. It it takes up so much of your energy, and it and it makes it into something negative. Facts, and that's uh, the point. I think that is the point of uh, the two parties. Like they want us divided. I feel like Mm. Uh, maybe you know, call me conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat, motherfucker. I feel like they want us at each other's throats. Mm -hmm. Like. As much as they say, oh, you know, know, we're a country, you know, united and all this and whatnot. But at the end of the day, they want the votes, man. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like uh, there are certain political issues that certain parties stand for, not for the reason they say they stand for. Right. Like uh, the immigration issue with the Democrats. I kind of feel like they uh, they big, they're super big on that issue Mm -hmm. because they, in the back of the mind they know that the people that are immigrating to the country from from let's say Mexico or South America or uh uh countries like that mm. are more than likely gonna vote blue. Right. So it's like, oh yeah, they they have it under the guise of oh humanitarian reasons like oh well mm-hmm. they, they live an impoverished life, they have a chance to have a better life here in America when in reality they're just looking at the votes. Mm-hmm. And on both sides There's Republican yeah. issues Where they're just looking At the votes Or they're just looking At this and that Or the money Or whatever they're it is They're just the trying To tell dollars. you what they want to hear That's it. Right So I, I feel like It's twisted on both sides mm-hmm. And and when So when, when I come across Somebody that Believes so, Like with their heart of hearts That their side is right It's like you're, you're, you're kind of just playing the part that they want you to play.
1: Yeah, bro. There's no correct side, bro. No, it, it's it's so all, really. yeah. The, every, everything has its pros and its cons on both sides. There's no perfect side.
0: Yeah, I feel like uh, like Kanye said, you don't have the answers. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Neither side has the answers, bro. Yeah. So it's like when, when someone's so heavy, oh, like, uh, one of the biggest, like, eye-openers for me in 2016 was um, Bernie Sanders. What happened to Bernie mm. Sanders? Like, I was on, I was on the Bernie Sanders train, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Bro. Yeah. At first, I, I, everything he was saying made sense to me. Shit, free college, this and that. Fuck it, it all sounded so nice and neat and shit. Yeah. And there was a lot of college kids who who rode that Bernie Sanders train. You know mm, what I mean? For sure. Outspoken political, Facebook political activists. You know yeah. what I mean? People who wouldn't be political activists if they weren't on social media. Yeah. But so everyone's riding this Bernie train, and then you know he makes it to the the final debates. It's just him and Hillary and shit, mm-hmm. and then. Uh Hillary gets the nomination, and it comes out that they screwed over Bernie Sanders, you know right. what I mean the, with the super delegates and they were sending emails behind each other's back to like to to fuck 'em and he comes out and he endorses Hillary Clinton, mm. someone he was shitting on all I throughout get, the yeah. campaign, he endorses her, and then uh tells the people that were his uh voters to that they should vote for Hillary right. And it's like, whoa! But two weeks ago, you were denouncing her policies, and you said mm. that she was bad for the country. But now you're endorsing her, yeah, uh, all in the name of fighting Trump. It's like, mm, no, like, uh, weren't you, weren't you against what she right, had? It had. seems so hypocritical to yeah. me. Yeah. And then all the Bernie Sanders people just followed suit mm-hmm. and became Hillary people. Yeah. And then when you call them out on it, they would just they would just get mad at you. Or yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Wh- wh- yeah. Where did you fall in 2016? Uh, neither side was right Did you vote? Uh, I did vote Okay You don't have to say Who you voted for Yeah <laughs> I'm gonna show on that I did vote But um Man <laughs> Now I, I can, did not I, vote I'll just vote, go on there I did vote. not vote but Okay I, Are you one of those people That's like uh, Not voting is a vote
1: Um No I'm not I feel Good, like Because that makes No fucking sense yeah, to me Yeah bro I, I kind of feel like it, If you didn't vote You kind of can't complain About the outcome of Whatever happens, that's I respect just really, that. That's just really what it is, man. Because you 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 didn't help support what you wanted where where you wanted it to go. Right. I think that's really what it is. Um, I don't really know. I I didn't really. I kept up to it to an extent, not too much. So I don't even know if I could expand too much on that. But really, yeah. I mean, like if you didn't vote, there, there's no complaining that should that should come out of your mouth, bro. Because it's just like, man, you you didn't you didn't speak. If you want to make a difference, you got to come out there. And you got to vote. You could have an opinion, but you can't complain about anything that's going on now. I totally, uh,
0: I I definitely respect that point of view. Because, like, you know, uh, 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 like you said, you you didn't do your part in voting for it. So how can you be mad at the outcome if you didn't play your part? You feel me? Especially if it didn't go the way you wanted. Yeah. You know, so I definitely understand that. Uh, I definitely thought it would go a lot worse than it has, though. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I would think so too. Uh, I definitely thought we'd be in a worse spot. Yeah, we're we're, we're not
0: terrible. No, <laughs> that's what saying. I'm saying. <laughs> like, honestly, like two three years down the line, like I was okay. Well, we're not dead. We have are we're not in any new wars yet. Yeah. yet. yeah, yeah. I think we're
1: mad close. Yeah, well, I don't know. He's he. I think he's testing people.
0: He's testing countries. It's fucking weird. Man. <laughs> the, the I, I was uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. I think a couple of days ago, and mm. he had on this lady where he was a. Uh, she was talking about uh, uh, Operation Paperclip. Mm-hmm. You ever hear about that? I've heard of it, but I don't know too much about what. What is that? Uh, okay, so in World War II, you know, they had the Nuremberg Trials yeah. where they, they got the high-ranking Nazis, and they took them to court, basically, yeah. f- you know, for, for crimes against humanity, war crimes and all that. <coughs> and uh, that was, you know, the 40s, late 40s, like 46, 47. Mm. Um, and these were, like, Germany's top... Elite fucking generals and rocket scientists and doctors and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, th- the top uh, rocket scientist for the Nazis, uh, Werner von Braun, is his name. Okay. Uh, and he That's had a like he that. had a rocket uh, factory in I think I don't know if it was Auschwitz, but it was in it was in Nazi Germany mm-hmm. where uh, every day he would hang the five slowest workers out front of the, the factory yeah. Uh, yeah, to to know that one. as an example to, to the other people. Right. Uh, and so we got this guy mm. after the Nuremberg trials and we made him, uh, head of our NASA space program. Uh, so okay. Werner von Braun, a fucking Nazi rocket scientist yeah. was the head of our space program yeah. uh, after that. And, uh, his like right hand man, I forgot his name. Uh, I think, uh, it's like DeBose. His last name is mm-hmm. DeBose, something like that, uh, was, uh director of the Kennedy Space Center, which was the first space center in, in the country. Right. Down <coughs> in, uh, in, in Central Florida. I think it's where it is, right? It's in it like in Orlando? Yeah, there? something like that. Uh, he was the first director of that space wow. center. And he was a, a high, high-ranking Nazi. This dude, uh, they used to do this thing called, uh, they used to have duels amongst each other, like Nazis, right? Mm. Where they would fence, but with real swords. What? And these dudes <laughs> would have like cut-up faces. So she pulled up a picture of uh, this dude, DeBose, Sitting in between JFK and Lyndon B. Johnson, his yeah. vice president, who ended up being the president right. when JFK died. Yeah. He's sitting in between them, like, at, at Kennedy Space Center, like, watching a rocket launch with, like, a giant scar on his face that you know came from when he was a Nazi and he was right. fence and shit. And it's, like, it's a wild picture. You see someone who literally murdered thousands, if not uh, tens of thousands of people yeah. sitting in between the president and vice president. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone who was allowed to live their life in peace, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah and it wasn't. I, I heard it was uh, not even just a few. Those were like the main ones, you know, the smartest one, Vernembaum, Brah, and, right. and, and whatnot. But apparently, it was uh, at least a thousand Nazis that we accepted I- into our space program and into our uh, like government, like as CIA operatives yeah, and stuff like yeah. that in Operation Paperclip. So a lot of the uh the stuff that we got done, you know, the the, the moon landing and all that mm-hmm. stuff, is almost basically to be attributed to to Nazi nice rocket scientists. I didn't know that. That's news to me. That's some yeah, wild yeah, that's shit, that's isn't crazy. it? That's crazy, man. So and, and like literally, there, there's an o- o- award now called uh, the, whatever his first name. I think it's Rich Debose. The Rich DeBose Award, whatever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, this inner, this lady called up, and she's like, this dude was a hardcore Nazi. Like, why do you guys have an award named after right. that? you guys still give out to this day? Yeah. And they kind of just dodged the question and shit. And she's like, well, what do you usually tell people when they ask you? And they straight up said, no one's ever asked us that before. That's how much people don't know about shit like this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I,
1: I, damn. I didn't even know about that, man. It's so, buried. Yeah.
0: But, like... Yeah. It, it, there's like a 30 minute clip um, that I can send you after. It's a it, great episode. I, I, uh, the guest is Annie Jacobson. If you haven't heard that okay. podcast, definitely recommend it as a, like one of the latest episodes of Joe Rogan. Right, 30, uh, I yeah, want to read one of her books. Send me one but uh, dude, it, it, it's wild shit. Yeah, We literally had Nazis that were high ranking members of our government. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of uh, high-ranking Nazis also ended up fleeing to Argentina. Did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Dude, so they get to Argentina. Now, to this day, and, like around Buenos Aires and shit, yeah. the capital of Argentina, there's like full-on German towns in Argentina where they celebrate Oktoberfest. They even speak yeah. German. In, Arge- in Argentina. in crazy. They speak <laughs> German, and they have pictures. Of, uh, uh, there's a show called Finding Hitler. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they kind of tr- they 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 try and track down. They think that he moved to Argentina. and That he never actually killed himself in that bunker in Berlin. Yeah. So uh, they go to these German towns in Buenos Aires, and these people have pictures of uh, SS soldiers, you know, Waffen Nazi yeah. soldiers yeah. on their wall and shit. And they talk about how their grandfather was a war hero, right. and they they speak full German. They have leader hosen on and shit in nah, Argentina.
1: That's <laughs> how did they even get away with that?
0: <laughs> well because at this point this, They're just descendants But they are descendants of High ranking Nazis That escaped in World War II yeah. There's so many uh, Fucked up things That we have let go on mm-hmm. th- th- There was also Man I, I'm, I'm sorry been, I feel like I'm basically Jipping this other podcast But it's so no, interesting no, good, bro, You can tell me this bro You know about the Roswell Like crash landing Back in the 50s It was like a spaceship uh, That crashed yeah. In Roswell, New Mexico They took yeah, it to Area yeah, 51 yeah, I you talk about Yep. Right so she was saying that apparently what that was was uh back that was that was like 50 it was in the 50s. So the rush that was a uh, right before the Cold War after the World War. So yeah. the the world was still kind of weird like America hadn't gotten fucked over like destroyed or anything cuz we were all the way over here. So mm. everyone else was rebuilding everything yeah. still. Russia was rebuilding and stuff. But uh they had apparently very early early drone technology. You know, like in the 50s, drone technology, dude. (laughs) So what they fucking did, apparently. This is what this lady said that uh, her source said who worked on the Manhattan Project. The Manhattan Mm -hmm. Project was uh, the project where we built the atomic bombs that we dropped in World War II. Mm -hmm. So uh, supposedly a very reliable source. So uh, in Russia, what they thought was uh, what we... You know, people say in mythology it was a spa- uh, an alien spacecraft that they mm-hmm. took to Area 51 and shit. This lady said uh, that her source said that it was a Russian spacecraft. That it was uh, the drones back then. What they they had like a, you know how space shuttles have a spaceship and then it another spaceship like yeah. drops off of it and shit. Yeah. So they had a plane like that that had a drone attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that basically like detaches from the plane and just is allowed to fall. Right. Mm. So okay they 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 uh the the russians get this drone over our airspace drop it and inside apparently uh what we thought were aliens at the time is they took humans and experimented on them and made them look like our idea of aliens what <laughs> yeah like <from laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy they took uh, apparently what it was was um uh like handicapped uh, people or I think handicapped children is what she said. Fucked up, real dark shit.
1: Did these people that were in there, that these handicapped people, did they offer to do this or were Nah, they, nah, they, nah. They were, I think they were dead already. Like what, they were just uh, crash test dummies type boys. shit.
0: But I don't know what. If, I don't know how they got, got them for the project. I yeah, like, I don't know. But so according to her, they they did this to like fuck with us, like because we they, they just had a there was a you know War of the Worlds the movie. Yeah, I've seen that one. Th- that was a, a book. Uh, I forgot the name of the art, uh, the author. But uh, at some point, when that book first first came out, there was no TV or anything. there was mm. just radio. So someone did a, a reading of the book over the radio, and mm. it cost hundreds of thousands of people to think that there was a real live alien invasion going on. Yeah. So that kind of made news and stuff. And then other little towns started doing it to like scare their people and right. shit. So I guess people thought that shit was cute. So Russia caught wind of it, and this was their idea. Like, oh well, y- y- you know, if they can cause hysteria from a radio transaction. Imagine, like, a fucking alien spaceship yeah, yeah, yeah. crashes. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's going to be crazy. So they took it to another level with
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: apparently they dropped the spaceship off and shit, and, and it blows up, and it crash lands in New Mexico. They take it to Area 51, and apparently uh, uh the reason this never got out or anything like that was because uh, the fact that, it's a Russian drone, would imply that Russia got into our airspace mm-hmm. without us knowing about it. And so the president at the time was super embarrassed by that fact. So he was like, fuck that. Keep this shit under wraps. Yeah. No one can ever find out about this and shit. But from then on, like apparently, we started doing similar shit, like experimenting on people yeah. in Area 51. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that was going on over yeah. there. Man, the government is on to some shady man, shit. It, that's why I don't trust
1: them. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know that's going on, man. Like That's the crazy yeah. thing. They, they tell us what we... They tell us what we want to hear, and they keep everything else on the down low. And that's the thing. Whatever
0: happens, happens. That's why, uh, that, I mean, there's so many people who, oh, this, this is going to be the politician that's going to fix everything. It's like, what human do you know that doesn't have their own self-interest at the end exactly,
1: of the day? Exactly, bro. Exactly, man. It's politics at the end of the day, man. They they all want
0: something out of it. You know, yeah. We just don't
1: know what. We can't read their minds, but. No yeah. not at
0: all uh, I feel like every p- th- The thing is that every human At the end of the day Is after their own self interest So mm-hmm. any politician That comes up and tells me That he has my best interest at heart Is full of shit in my opinion Yeah Like Facts. be honest bro Like uh, I, I b- There's maybe one or two Congressmen or, or statesmen Or mayors Whatever the fuck uh, That actually I feel like Give a fuck Right, right? You know like uh, I know Rand Paul Son of Ron Paul Okay uh, That guy he Seems like a genuine guy And I think the the Governor of like Montana or some shit mm. I think is a cool guy But uh Everyone else is a piece of shit. You keep over with the guy from Montana? <laughs> no, no, no. I, just, I, 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 I listen to this podcast uh, where uh, it's, like, very libertarian uh, influence. So they interview, uh, you know, he's had on, like, political speakers. And I think one of the dudes that he had on was, like, governor of some fucking random state. But that actually had, like, some good ideas and whatnot. Yeah. But it's one of those things where he'll never get elected because he's not going to go red or blue. You know right. what I mean? Uh, which I think is, like, we don't really have a choice like the the fact that everyone wanted Bernie Sanders like and, and they still found some way to push Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. to get the nomination yeah. like you really don't have a choice at the end of the day, you know uh they're gonna push the candidate that they want to push, yeah, and that's kind of why I feel like i don't. I never feel the need to vote. Word, okay, I feel you on that. Maybe I, 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 do I understand it. that. I do feel like I want to start voting more on the local level because mm-hmm. I feel like you can have that's where the real locally. change.
1: Yeah, that's where the real change comes from is mm-hmm. the local ones because they're actually making they're actually making changes in your city in your town. Whereas when you voted for the president, you, you might not even come in contact with half these policies that are going on.
0: Exactly. It's just something that's just happening on a global level. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like you definitely have more of a chance of making an impact locally because mm-hmm. also you have less people voting so you yeah. have more of a chance of if you your vote does count yeah. I feel like it does uh, at a local level but you know that's something I haven't started doing yet I want to get to that level yeah. you know what I mean uh, get, get to local shit I mean we got medical marijuana recently <laughs> here, it's on so the way yeah well way. actually I have friends right now who have a card. they go by buy med- like Pre rolls, really straight up bud,
1: dude. But you, do you have to have like a cr- like some kind of like chronic illness right now to get it, or is it just like
0: a regular? It's like some California, really? Shit, wow, you go okay. pay buddy, and buddy's like, oh man, let me tell you something about Rico, man. Rico, what? he needs that shit. <laughs> I need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like I heard it's mad simple. Like it's just they make it hard to to maintain. They put a lot of like, oh every. 200 or so days, you got to pay a fee to renew it or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm like, it's like every 10 months or like not even every year, bitch. Like, mm. damn. Uh, And then, you know, you got to pay 250 up front just to get it. And I don't know. There's yeah. a bunch of paperwork involved and shit. Right, I'm sure. Red tape. They put up red tape on right, purpose, right, bro. I don't right. fuck with the government, mm-hmm. bro. They're trying to make their money off
1: of it. <laughs> <laughs> like with the tolls, bro. Dude,
0: the tolls? You ever had to... Man, there was a point where I had to go from, from here to Kendall and back a yeah. lot. Bro, I had like $500 in toll bills at Boy, one point.
1: That's why I hate Orlando. Like in Orlando, just to get from your friend's house, you got to go on the turnpike or whatever it is. And you're paying... $10, $15 just to go to your friend's house unless you know the back roads. But That's most crazy. people don't know that, so they yeah. gotta have
0: to take the tolls. But
1: yeah, bro, tolls such a problem, bro. Yeah, man, we're paying. Just they should to... stop doing that shit. Yeah,
0: man, I hate it. That's crazy. Uh, but actually, dude, we've been going for over an hour already, man. Yeah? Uh, Damn. So let's wrap this bitch up. Let right. the people know where they can find you, any events you have coming up, or anything you want to let people know about. Drop it um, right
1: now. Yeah, so everybody should follow me on my Twitter, Instagram or snapchat i'm mainly on instagram though at who is ricky roy w-h-o-i-s-r-i-c-k-y-r-o-y still trying to figure out the whole art show thing but i mean if you follow me on my social media profiles you can keep up with most of the things that i'm that i got going on and and all any uh any new artwork that i'm posting up to so definitely follow me on that
0: hell yeah that's what's up, yeah. man. Rico, I appreciate you coming out. Some plugs for me on my end. Y'all know where to follow me podcast-wise. The Throne Podcast with underscores. If you want to sponsor me, you can email me at thethronejc at com. And uh, we actually do have a first official sponsor, You know, com. Make sure y'all check that out. Uh, that's where you can find any tour date information, new album release information. Uh, all of our social media stuff is on there. Uh, Make sure y'all check us out Make sure y'all check out My boy Rico Roy For sure Yo man I appreciate you again For coming out I appreciate you having me man I really appreciate it Everybody listening out there We appreciate you Any last words dog, Before we wrap it up
1: Nah man Shout out South Florida
0: For real man Appreciate
1: you man (laughs)